This WBEZ podcast is supported by the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Suicide is a topic that hides in the shadows. It's time we talk away the dark, learn how to spot the warning signs for suicide, and how you can have an open, caring, real conversation to help save lives. Visit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention to watch the new short film and learn more at AFSP.org slash talkawaythedark. Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. For a Chicago swim club, Friday morning used to mean a dip in the lake before the day got started. But that changed recently when the event was canceled due to safety concerns. Friday morning swim clubs started as a meetup for a handful of friends at Montrose Harbor. After three summers, the club had nearly 3,000 swimmers coming out every week. But safety concerns were a real concern. There are only three ladders to get out of the water, no lifeguard on duty, and the group is basically breaking every one of the Chicago Park District rules about swimming. We talked to Katie Anthony, a reporter and audience engagement specialist for the Chicago Sun-Times, and Megan, a Friday morning swim club attendee. She asked that we use just her first name. I was curious what got her interested in the event in the first place. I've been doing Friday morning swim club for a couple of years now, so I can't even remember exactly how I heard about it. But honestly, I think I heard it word of mouth or social media just when I had moved to Chicago. It was something that everyone recommended I check out. Yeah. And were you a, a big swimmer? What made you want to join that group in particular? Uh, no, actually. I mean, I like to swim, but I've never done it like sports or competitively or anything like that. But um, it was always targeted as just a way to meet people in Chicago and as a social event and just a way to feel like you're part of something a little bit bigger in a big city. Were you there last Friday? I was not, no, but I've been a couple times earlier this summer. I see. Katie, what was your experience like going to check out the the swim club and, and report on it? Yeah, I mean, the swim club attracts thousands of people from Chicago. When you're walking up to the harbor, you see people just kind of flooding the lakeshore, flooding the paths with floaties hanging on them, biking there, the parking lot's full. Um, wow. But yeah, it's just a really popular event now. Yeah, I was looking at some some photos. I mean, the aerial shots of it are stunning, right? I mean, but for those who haven't seen the photos, I mean, give us more of a, of a picture here, right? Lots of folks just crowded in. Yeah. So if you know those steps on Montrose Harbor, mm-hmm. a lot of people uh, hang out, sunbathe there, walk their dogs. So those steps are just completely overtaken by people with groups of friends, with their floaties. Some people will have food out, donuts, Uh, there's always coffee there, and it's kind of just an array of people socializing and then people jumping into the lake um, and hanging out in their floaties on the harbor. And and Megan, you talked about how, you know, some folks told you about it initially, but I mean, did you also make more friends there or meet new people? Um, So I think it's so great because you really make friends at the event, but I've never made like a long-term friend out of going, but everyone's so friendly and just is, is all in it together. So I always end up talking to different kinds of people and just people that I wouldn't really, you know, run into otherwise. Mm-hmm. Here's a, a little bit from the club's website. It says, quote, Friday morning swim club brings people together 
to get off their phones and into the water. This community was built for people who value togetherness, genuine connection, and the benefits of living simply. Whether you're looking to meet someone new, embrace adventure, or schedule a time to feel present, Friday Morning Swim Club encourages folks to jump in and enjoy what makes Chicago special. Megan, does that sound like what you experienced personally? Yeah, it it really does, because I think that when you're there, like I was saying, everyone's just so nice and friendly. And even once you jump into the water, like if you don't have a floaty, like people will offer you to hang on to theirs. And so it's really what what you want to make out of it. I'm sure the amount of effort you put into it is what you'll get out. But it's just such a nice camaraderie there. Yeah. Is that the vibe that's consistent with what you saw, too? Katie? Yeah, that's what I saw. I mean, I saw a lot of people trying something that they hadn't before waking yeah. up super early a lot of people definitely there was an adrenaline rush That's there the part you know that gets me. i'm like i'm like i'm with you guys but it's the time so early it's the time yeah. i mean what but does that make sense then why it got so big yeah i think place? you know posts about it on social media also pushed it to be so big and i think that's because it's beautiful to look at. Like you were saying, those aerial shots are amazing. Seeing these colorful floaties and people showing up. Mm -hmm. um, and I think when you see posts like that on social media of people doing this really exciting thing early in the morning, there's a little bit of FOMO there. Uh, you know, you want to join in on the fun. fear of missing out. Yes. <laughs> uh, so your initial story on the group for the Sun-Times, it talked about safety concerns that people had about the event. So let's let's dig into that. What were some of those concerns? Yeah, so I talked to a water safety expert as well as a lifeguard with the Park District, and they brought up similar safety concerns. Uh, you know, the main thing is there's no lifeguards there. Obviously, there's a lot of people, but the water safety expert was saying just because there's a lot of people in the water at once, that doesn't necessarily make it safer for swimmers, unless you have somebody that's specifically watching you, trained to watch you. Mm -hmm. uh, they also brought up concerns about the floaties. Those floaties that you're using, most of them are from department stores, grocery stores, um, and they're not made to be relied on, which I think is a pattern that was happening with the swim club is, you know, Lake Michigan is hard to swim in and people that weren't super strong swimmers mm -hmm. were relying on these floats. And that was concerning to lifeguards as well. Yeah, I mean, we, we can't forget 23 people have drowned in, in Lake Michigan this year. This is according to the, the Great Lakes Surf Rescue Project. Uh, there's one Chicagoan, Lily Zacharias, who uh, went to TikTok to, to give folks tips about the event. Now that video has gotten over a million views. Let's listen to a, a bit from there. Here's the advice I wish I would have taken. You need to bring a floaty. I don't care if you did swim team. I don't care if you don't want to spend $20. If you want to have a good time, bring a floaty. It's all fun and games when a thousand plus people are jumping into Lake Michigan, but it's less fun and games when all of them are trying to get out on the like four ladders. But if you have a floaty, you can just chill in the water until the crowd dies down. Yeah, so so cause for for safety concern for sure. You, you talked with Lily, uh, who made that TikTok, and and she told you, I just want everybody to be safe. I don't want this to turn into a horror story. Yeah, that's right. Her fiance was featured in the TikTok, and he was treading water for about ten minutes before he was able to get out. So she wanted to give people advice to avoid a situation like that. What do you think, Megan? Were the safety concerns valid in your eyes? You know, I think safety should always be a number one priority. Don't get me wrong. Um, so I think that everything that you guys have been talking about, I've noticed for myself. Um, I think, you know, the swim club tries to, to say 
swim at your own risk. They try and let you know. I've heard the same thing about floaties. Bring a floaty. They try and tell you, you know, jump in later or jump near um, a ladder if you don't feel like you're as strong of a swimmer. Um, but I think that kind of going back to everyone's there to help each other out as well. And so, you know, we, we try and let each other hang on to floaties, get if someone needs the ladder sooner than another person, let them through. Um, so I think that there's also things people try and do to, like, prevent and, you know, help with the safety themselves. Yeah. Well, you know, aside from the floaties, Katie, your reporting showed the event was, in fact, breaking several park district rules, right? Uh, events with more than 50 people in attendance do require a special event permit from the Chicago Park District. Explain. Yeah, so the Park District has rules in place uh, with big events like these. And what the Park District really emphasized to me was the need for a safety plan. So when you have such a large group, and again, this was turning into 3,000 people, um, you know, so it was a really big group of people in the Park District wanted the organizers to obtain this permit, mainly so they knew that they had um, a safety plan in, in place. You know, one of the things that uh, has made the story so complex, I would say, as, as the, the founders said in their statement, uh, the city was actually promoting the club earlier in the summer. Your reporting showed that Mayor Johnson actually promoted it at the end of July in a tweet that's now been deleted and uh, the city's travel agency, Choose Chicago, also promoted the event on Instagram and on TikTok. Also, they've now deleted their their posts. What was your reaction when you found that out? Right, yeah. I was surprised by it, um, especially after talking to Park District lifeguards and this water safety expert who had brought up these concerns. And, you know, the organizers had mentioned Mayor Johnson's tweet, they actually didn't know that the city's tourism agency was also promoting this. So I think they were just as surprised to learn that as uh, other people were. Let's hear from uh, one of the founders of the club who posted to the group's Instagram account. Season three swims are officially wrapped. We will not host any additional swims this summer due to last Friday's events and the complex communication that is happening between the Chicago Parks District and the city. Transparency, transparency, transparency. This is a complicated situation. It's not a simple fix like get 10 lifeguards out there next week and you guys are good. This is not something that happens in 48 hours. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of conversations to be had, a lot of work to be done. We care about this community and we're going to do whatever we can to work with the Parks District to make this happen next year. So quite the shift there. What happened last week on that? That was the first Friday of the year that the event had been canceled. Right. So organizers posted to their social media and said that they wouldn't be at the lake last week, that they needed a break. Um, But they also said not to let that stop participants from enjoying the lake. Mm -hmm. Uh, So with that, a lot of people still showed up. And I talked to somebody who was there last week and she said that, you know, when she arrived, there were safety vehicles. She saw a stretcher, police officers. I was going to ask you, was yeah. it, were there some authorities mm-hmm. there? Yeah, so police officers were handing out uh, pieces of paper that basically had information about unpermitted swimming. She herself wasn't approached by an officer, but the organizers also said on their social media that officers were threatening to arrest them had they been there, but the police department and parks district hasn't commented on that. Mm. Do you think we could see a repeat tomorrow? It is Friday. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. I've seen chatter on social media of some people saying, you know, it's the lake and they can't stop us from going there. So I think there's definitely potential for people to keep up their routine of going to the lake every Friday. Um, 
I would expect it to be a lot less of a crowd. But yeah, I'm interested to see whether authorities show up again. And Megan, you said you weren't there uh, last Friday, but uh, your reaction overall to hearing that this event is no more. Right. Yeah. So I actually just found that out this morning. So um, actually, I had intended to go tomorrow. Um, Originally, Mm -hmm. I'm not so sure what will be in store after hearing this information, Um, just because I think that there are going to be some other people that don't know. It might take a little bit of time for this news to travel as well. And I think, yeah, you're going to get some people that show up to the lake saying, um, you know, I'm going to do it regardless. Yeah, I I feel like there are. To your point, Megan, more folks like you who had not been following the news coverage so far uh, of the mm-hmm. event. So are you, just so we have, you know, get it on record, are you staying put tomorrow or are you, do you think you'll go and, and go for a swim anyway? Um, I, well, I don't want to put anything on the record, but I will <laughs> probably skip it. I'll say that that also ties into my work schedule and stuff like that as yeah. well. But um yeah, I I think that because Swim Club has been so established and I have been for so many years that I wouldn't have even thought to check the Instagram or anything like that. I think if I would have woke up tomorrow and it was a nice day, I mm-hmm. probably would have went. Yeah, yeah, me too. I think mm-hmm. I would have probably done the same. Yesterday, the Chicago mm-hmm. Tribune published a commentary by Allison Cuddy, who argued that the cancellation of the Swim Club is a loss for swimmers across the city, whether they attended this or not. Uh, It's a quote, rather than trying to stop swimming, we need to start building a real swim culture in Chicago. What do you think about that, Megan? Do you agree? Um, You know, I think it's even less than the swim as much as it just is the community and culture. I think that when you do go to swim club, there is a type of energy you get from being there and a sense of being a part of something in a really big city. Um, And so I think that's probably the loss is that sense of community that they've taken a couple years to build. Because it it really has grown into something that's so cool and amazing for people to be able to go to when they live in Chicago. So have you heard anything else, Katie, from uh, the organizers about the cancellation? No. Or the city? Yeah, I haven't heard anything from the organizers besides um, the video statement that they put on on their social media in which they seem optimistic that there will be swims next summer. Uh, As for the city, the park district told me that they organizers still have not applied for a permit and that they also haven't expressed any intentions to do so. Um, So, yeah, not sure what's next there. Got to wait and see, I guess. That Friday morning swim club swimmer, uh, Megan, and uh, we appreciate you sharing your perspective with us there. And Katie Anthony, reporter and audience engagement specialist at the Chicago Sun-Times. Thank you so much. That episode of the Reset Podcast was produced by Landon Jones. It was edited by Dan Tucker and Brenda Ruiz. Listen to more conversations about education, politics, arts, and culture by subscribing to the Reset Podcast. And when you do, make sure to leave a quick rating and review so that more listeners can find our show. That's all for Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you this afternoon. Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day.